G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. We're back with our conversation with Pastor Ronnie Haybor, a missionary on the island of Borneo working in the heart of the West Kalimantan jungle. We've been hearing stories about miracles like being protected from a locust plague and children being healed of disease as well as the provision for that medical attention when it's required. And you're working with the tribal people, the Dayak people, and you mentioned they're an animist people, and sometimes we align animism with a superstition. When the gospel is proclaimed, uh, the superstition subsides. I wonder if you've got insight here into how that gospel displaces superstition and people put their faith in Christ. Well, it's, again, a decision that people have to make. I remember going to one of the tribes there, deep in the jungle, and um, uh, I had no idea. Um, a tribal chief just turned up. I, we, were going to do, we were going to do all sorts of things that day. We had everything already organized, and then this tribal chief turned up uh, as we just, he came out of the canoe, up the embankment, and came straight for me, and then pointed me and says, you need to come with me with this news that you have. Now, I don't know the guy. And you don't just go with anybody because there's still some hostile tribes around. So I didn't want to end up in the soup there somewhere. But um, I just felt that the Holy Spirit was saying, just drop everything that you planned today, go with this guy. So we went in his canoe and we went through the, all these waterways through the jungle. And I had no idea where we were going. And and I felt, in, in a way, really a bit uncomfortable because uh, on the way, you, you go through these eerie, dark tunnels because of all the trees and because it's all tropical rainforest and you go through these tunnels there, waterways, and then you come across all these idols that they've carved out of rocks and and, and, and tree trunks and these real demonic things and, you know, that they worship. And, and I thought, God, where are we, where are we going? You know, you know, who are these people and, and what do you want me to share? I haven't got a clue what to share. I don't have a picture, you know, to share with them because every tribe is different. Every every tribe you've got to have a different approach and I always ask the Holy Spirit to help me to, to know what sort of a picture I can give to them. And anyway, long story short, we ended up in this lake and then the other side of the lake were all these tribal people waving at me and and um, and waving at us. And I said to the tribal chief in the boat in the canoe, I said, oh, they're expecting you. He said, no, they're expecting you. I said, how could they be expecting me? I didn't even know I was coming here a couple of hours ago. And he goes, oh, travel, uh, news like this travels very fast in the jungles. And th- in those days, we didn't have a, a handphone or anything like that. So there was no no phone line or anything like that. So I just was wondering whether this was good news or bad news with, which traveled through the jungle, right? Am I am in for something, a surprise or what? And uh, fearing that maybe I'd end up in the soup after all, but... But um, it wasn't that bad. I mean, uh, I, when I got there, I found out that all these, not just that tribe, but many other tribes were around that came because they heard that this person was coming to talk to them about a great spirit they knew nothing about. They were worshipping all these other spirits, but they had all these problems in their tribes, and they thought, well, it's because they didn't know anything about this great spirit. 
And so here was I coming to share with them about a great spirit. And uh, so <clears throat> uh, eventually um, all the people down on the floor and then he, the tribal chief called me up to come forward and he says, okay, speak. He said, now you, you speak. So I, I, I didn't, ha I stood up and I thought I've got two options here. One, run for my life, but I didn't know where I was. So that wasn't really an option. And I knew that God had brought me there for a reason. And that was to share the love of God with them. So and so I said, okay, God, I haven't got anything that I can share with them. So I'm going to take you by the hand. So, Spirit, so I'm taking you by the hand. So give me the right words, just like you've done with Peter and John when they were standing in front of the Sanhedrin and didn't know what to say. The Holy Spirit said, I'll give you the words to speak. So, Lord, I need you to speak through me. So give me the words that I can, that I can speak. And so when I took the first step to go forward, um, God gave me a picture. And then I realized something, I learned something that day, that God doesn't push us into submission or pull us into submission, but he waits for us to take the first step in, you know, in submission. That we, that in, in other words, that we'll trust God. He brought us there and he's not going to leave us alone. And so I went forward and I, and I said to the people, I didn't even introduce myself, I just said to the people, you know, you know, I there's a great spirit, the creator of heaven and earth. You know, I always talk about God, about the great spirit, because they, they know everything about all these spirits, but there is a great spirit, the creator of heaven and earth. And so I said, you can't see him, but he's everywhere. But just imagine that he's on here on the left-hand side. You can, you can see him there. Say, so just pretend that you can see him. I said, and he represents life and joy and happiness and all the good things of life. That's him. I said, and um, he just loves us so much. He created us so that we can have fellowship with him, so that we can, and he wants us, he knows us through and through, but he wants us to know him as well. He wants us to have a, have a close relationship with him. I said, but on the other side, we have the evil spirit. And this evil spirit, you can't see him often, but sometimes you can, sometimes you can't. I said, but he's on that side, in the opposite side. And he represents death and war and jealousy and all these horrible things. I said, that's him. I said, but did you know that every time that we make an offering to the spirit of the tree and an offering to the spirit of the river and the spirit of the sun, I said, we're actually battling down to this evil spirit here, and we have our backs turned to the great spirit who created us. And when the great spirit who created us sees that, well, he grieves, I said, because he didn't create us for that. He created us so that we can have fellowship with him. And so I said, and so, so he grieves and and so therefore he sent his only son to the earth, to the world, and sacrificed his son, that whoever will believe in him will be able to, never has to make another sacrifice again, I said, and can have eternal life and joy fellowship with him. Well, the people, when they heard that, my goodness, they were absolutely flabbergasted. And, you know, I said, you know, years ago, I made a decision when somebody told me what I'm telling you today, I said, I made a decision to receive this this great spirit in my life and do away with all these other spirits. You know, all this evil spirit I did away and I, I received the, the great spirit in my life. You know, I said, and you now today can do the same just like I do. I can't do that for you. You've got to do that yourself. So if you want, if you want to do away with all these evil spirits and receive this great spirit, you come forward now. You said, and then and we're going to pray together. Well, I had no idea what was about to happen, but the people just ran forward, and the older people in particular ran forward first, fell there at my feet, and started to started to um, cry and 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 shout out, "Oh, great spirit! We didn't know that we weren't allowed to do this. We didn't know that you existed. Please forgive us, great spirit!" Right, and 
they were weeping there, and I'm I'm standing there watching all this, and I'm crying my eyes out myself, and I'm thinking, oh God, I, you know, I, I I could have missed this opportunity so badly because I could have said to the tribal chief, look, mate, I'm busy today, I've I've got it all worked out. You see, these people were ready for the picking; they were ready to hear the gospel message, you know, and um, and and then I thought, you know, how many more of these tribes are around just waiting for somebody like. Like whoever, I'm just an ordinary Aussie yobbo, so I'm not nothing special. But God used me to go there and to share this gospel message with the people, and they actually received God. I was absolutely floored at this. And the church was birthed then, and these people now have planted already a number of other churches. I, I, I look, I just, I just had to cry with them. I, it was just such an incredible moment in my life. It has really changed, and that's why. I just want to shake people and let them know there are people out there who think there are no, there's no hope in this world anymore because the world is going crazy and crazy. But there's always hope, that hope we have in us, Jesus who lives in us, right? And this is how churches are planted and the kingdom of God yep. is extended and uh, through Amen. a wonderful message, the proclamation of the gospel and adapted Amen. for a tribal setting. Uh, you've got lots of amazing stories to tell and whether it's uh, provision of uh, particular needs or whether it's protection from a locust plague, uh, those sorts of yeah. things are wonderful. You've, you've also seen another miracle or two when it comes to how you have even seen the weather change uh, in a place where there's tropical thunderstorms very frequently. Uh, you've been preserved yeah. through some, some of your building projects, which could have really been damaged significantly by rain. Absolutely, yes. Uh, there was one day when we were building the training centre, and it's a 700 square metre slab, so a huge slab. And uh, I wasn't there. I was. Uh, I went to Kuching. It's a 15-hour drive then for me to pick up building materials and um, milk and Milo and all those sort of essentials. And um, but my guys uh, with another missionary, he was. They were um, uh, pouring the concrete, and and uh, a massive storm was approaching from the north. And 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 it's like a locomotive. You can hear it coming over the trees. You know, the rain just roars uh, uh, towards you. And and uh, the missionary just absolutely was, uh, you know, his his face just absolutely like, like oh no, God, no, no, not not, not now, you know, because it'll just wipe out all the concrete that they were they've done. And um, so, but he he raised his hands in front of all the our guys, other guys that were working there, and he raised his hands up in the air and he goes, you know, um, um, storm um, in the name of Jesus bypass this property. Now, bypass this property in Jesus' name. And lo and behold, all of a sudden, as the rain came, came towards them, massive rainstorm came towards them, it just jolted to the left, and, and it just poured to the left like a wall of water, but where they were concreting, it stayed dry. So there were a number of people there who were working who were from another religion, and they, their jaws just dropped like, you know, what? The guy just prayed in Jesus' name, and the rain just you know, jerked to the left all of a sudden and then it continued to pour us somewhere else. Well, when I got back, they just absolutely, I couldn't, they couldn't share enough with me. And then uh, two weeks after, I go back to Kuching to get some more supplies and um, they had to, um, my guys had to um, concrete the huge water tank from the training center. 
And so another major big project um, to uh, pour all this concrete. And again, from the same direction, this massive storm, another storm came towards them. And uh, this missionary that two weeks before, he wasn't there anymore, but there were other guys, other guys, local guys were there. And they they said to me when I got back, they said, oh, pa, Ronnie, you should have been there. You should have seen this. He said, um, well, we said, look, uh, um, the missionary is not here. Um, uh, who said in Jesus' name uh, two weeks ago, well, he can say it in Jesus' name, so can we. So they all put up their hands, even the ones who were non-Christians put up their hands and they shouted, in Jesus' name, storm, bypass this property, bypass it. And they kept on shouting, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. And they said to me, Paroni, that you should have seen it. The rain was coming closer and closer, and nothing was happening until all of a sudden it hit the borderline, our border, and then all of a sudden split in half, and half went to the left, and the other half went to the right, and then and in the middle where they were concreting, it all stayed dry until it bypassed the whole property and then joined it together again. And and the, the guys who were non-Christian from other religions, when they came back, they said, how, how do we get saved? How do we receive this, this God of yours? And I go, ah, let's get on your knees. Let's, and so they received the Lord, and we're, they wanted to be baptized then. And so they got baptized in the pool of water there on their property. And, and absolutely amazing. These guys were sharing the, everywhere how this God that, you know, that we believe in uh, had answered their prayer by changing the direction of the rain. Absolutely well, awesome. one storm might be coincidence, and then it happens within a couple of weeks, and it wasn't the missionary who prayed, it was the people who were that's in absolute right. uh, desperation, and uh, the miracle happened again. Uh, wonderful yeah, stories as we hear those, Ronnie. Uh, for yeah, listeners, God, good, huh? are some of those stories available on your website? Uh, well, I've actually wrote, wrote a book. You know, I, I come across so many Christians that don't believe in miracles anymore. They say miracles used to happen, but not now anymore. But the scripture tells us that Jesus was the same yesterday, today, and forever, right? So if that's the case, then God, of course, God still does miracles today. And that's why God challenged me to write a book about that. And uh, so that's available. If you go online, if you go to our website and, and look under the book uh, availability there, and then you can see where you can purchase the book. What's the name uh, of your and book, Ronnie? All those stories are in there. Uh, Miracles in, in the Jungles of Borneo. Miracles in the Jungles of Borneo. And yeah, Miracle the... Zone in the Jungles of Borneo. Miracle Zone in the Jungles of Borneo. And you'll be able to get a hold of that when you go to the website livingwatersvillage.com, livingwatersvillage.com. And, uh, of course, in an earlier conversation, we talked about the 800-plus children that you have in your care, and there's opportunity there for listeners to sponsor and support the good work you're doing on the island of Borneo. Pastor Ronnie and Kay Haybor are missionaries on the island of Borneo. They're right in the heart of the West Kalimantan jungle, and these miracle stories are absolutely amazing. Ronnie, thank you so much for taking some time to You're share welcome. these with our listeners today on 2020. You're welcome, Neil. God bless you. It was a privilege. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au. 